Hi everyone, it's Shana Rifkin. Welcome back to Amshak. This week we're learning Sicha Aleph and Chelech Hafalef and Parshas Mishpatim. The Sicha starts off with the phrase from Parshas Mishpatim, Ki se'recha morasonecha, rovetz tachas masa'el, v'chadalta me'azov lo, azov tazovimo. If you see a donkey of someone you hate lying under its burden, will you refrain from helping him? You shall surely help along with him. The Mechilta gives two times when you can refrain. If the donkey belongs to a non-Jew and burden of a Jew, and if the donkey is in a cemetery, since a Kohen specifically should not make himself impure. Rashi comes with two times when you can refrain also. When there is an elder and it's beneath his dignity, which is also a case brought down earlier by the phrase regarding returning a lost item. And when the donkey belongs to a non-Jew. We have three questions. Why does Rashi skip the grave and the Cohen example? Why does Rashi change the order of the examples? And why does Rashi mention times you must help but does not elaborate? Rashi does not bring the example of the Cohen because it's fairly obvious to him that the Cohen will not do the positive commandment of you shall help and potentially mar his positive and negative commandment regarding his purification. Rashi has a more straightforward explanation on this verse and the seemingly strange wording. He brings an example of an elder who finds it beneath his dignity or is too weak to help in unburdening the donkey. He brings a previous example of returning a lost object in the case of a stray donkey, but there we find no preface. There, it simply commands to return the animal to its owner. We have the question now of why do we need to preface the commandment of and you shall surely help with will you refrain? It kind of shows a reluctance towards the action. A person might think he is exempt from helping to unload the donkey, and it's easy to get out of it. Returning the donkey, as was previously mentioned in the case of a lost donkey, had no warning because a person would not try to rationalize it and try to get out of it since it's much easier. The activity of helping to unburden the donkey is a physical activity which might lead some people to be lax about it. The Baal Shem Tov explains it like this. Chamor, which is donkey, is really like chomer, which means physical substance, which means our physical body. You cannot abandon your body, but you can help it. The donkey that belongs to non-Jew is holding the Jewish burden, which is the neshama. And when a person sins, it becomes entrenched with the non-Jewish values, which is the donkey. In this case, a person can refrain from their body with fasting to do a process of teshuva. The example of an elderly person means one who has acquired wisdom and cannot be busy with the donkey, the physical body. Their purification is on a higher level, and they are only involved in highly spiritual matters. They fast to clean the soul. Now, why does Rashi not talk about the cone in a grave? The physical body and animal soul of a person go to a place of death, but the neshama, which is symbolized by a bas cohen, cannot go into defilement since it stays faithful to Hashem even during sinning. Our body could go into a non-Jewish impure state, but it is only temporary and does not change us since we have our neshama. What do we learn from all this? That we need to help our spiritual self through our physical body by means of fasting. In this generation, though, we are on a lower level, and therefore, as the Alter Rebbe teaches, we cannot accomplish this through constant fasting, but rather through, through tzedakah and other mitzvahs that do not pain us, but rather give us joy.